You're listening to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and today I'm going to share four valuable lessons that I've learned from four years worth of creating and selling online courses. So if you would like to learn some valuable golden nuggets from my experience that you can apply to your business to get better results, then stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello, friends. It is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Happy Monday. I am so excited to be doing today's podcast episode live on Instagram and also on Facebook. I haven't done the episode live in a really long time. I've either been traveling in Arizona or storm chasing, which makes it kind of impossible to record a podcast episode while you're in the car chasing tornadoes or it's been really noisy and I just haven't been able to record the episode. I live in an apartment complex that is about, it's a really charming building, but the keyword for charm also means that it's really old and there's basically no insulation. And so there's always like yard work going on or there is construction or there's dogs barking or there is something that has been happening where it's like the second I'm about to press record, there's like a mower like two feet outside my window and I'm just like, Really? So you know what? Today I was like, screw it. I'm going live. So if you hear background sounds, I am sorry. I tried to wait for a quiet window, but even the birds are super loud. I swear the birds are like echoing and you can hear them all perfectly. So I'm hoping that will just add to the charm of the imperfection of this podcast. But today I wanted to pop on because I thought it would be really fun to do an episode talking about four lessons that I have learned from four years worth of creating and selling online courses because online courses are the bread and butter of my business. Uh, They make up 95% of my income. Really, that's like all of my income. And then the other 5% is like the tangible planners that I sell on my website, which I don't really do any promotion of. So that's just a little bit of passive income on the side. And then some income coming in from affiliate tools and resources that I occasionally, you know, make sales from like via blog posts. So online courses have been my bread and butter for a few years now, four specifically. And so I thought it would be cool to share four lessons with you because I have definitely learned a thing or two when it comes to creating and selling courses that flop like a sock versus creating selling courses that sell like hotcakes. Uh, I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. Now, I recently did another podcast episode similar to this where I talk about five reasons why my course launch tanked. So if you want even more lessons about online courses, then be sure to check out that episode. It is episode number 36, I believe. And when I'm done, I will try to link it below in the show notes or on Facebook or wherever you're watching. 
But that's another great episode to check out because it's basically five big lessons and they are biggies that you don't want to miss. And I'm not going to repeat any of the lessons in this uh, episode, obviously, because I don't want to be repetitive. So be sure to check that out afterwards because there's a lot of golden nuggets in that. Also, before I dive into the four lessons, I want to give you a quickie reminder that there is only one week left to sign up for the free live training series that I am doing next week, June 11th through the 13th. I'm doing a free training series all about how to create and launch a profitable online course without all of the stress and without all of the overwhelm. It is gonna be live, it is gonna be free, it is gonna be fun, and you're gonna walk away with a simple, easy to implement framework for creating and launching your course, getting it out there so that you can serve your audience with it and so that you can scale your income with it. So to sign up for that, just go to my website, wonderlast.com. That's it, you'll see it right there. Again, wonderlast.com, W-O-N-D-E-R-L-A-S-S. Or if you are on the Instagrams, go to the link in my bio, or if you're on Facebook, just check out the comments. There's like a link in like a million different places. Like, can't we all just have the same place for posting links on all the platforms that would make things so much easier? But be sure to sign up for that because it's gonna be so much fun. Okay, now that we've gotten the announcements out of the way, let's just dive right on in to the lessons. So if you are considering launching a course or maybe if you already have an online course, Hopefully you will find some value in these lessons that you can apply to your business to learn and to grow and to get better results with. So without any further ado, these are just in random order. Here are four big old lessons that I have learned when it comes to creating and selling online courses over the last four years. Are you ready? Lesson number one, just because your course doesn't get a huge result the first time you launch it doesn't mean it is a bad idea. It can be really easy to assume, especially if you are new to creating and launching online courses, it can be really easy to assume that you have to get like five figures in your first launch and reach these insane numbers in order for it to be considered successful because so many people are always sharing their, I just launched my first thing and it made $20,000 and I just launched my first thing and it made $50,000. And I'm not saying that can't happen, but for the most, for most people who are very successful, that is not the way that it happens. The way that it happens is that a lot of those bigger numbers come with repetition. It comes from momentum. It comes from launching the course initially, getting people in there, testing it, tweaking it, and then repeating it, and then repeating it again, and launching it again, and launching it again. So a big lesson here is that just because if you put it out there the first time and it seems a little like, Wah, wah, wah. That doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It just means you need to test it, tweak it, refine it, get it in front of more people, keep on going, keep on launching that thing. The first time several years ago that I launched my course from blog to business, which I now no longer have, that was feels like a decade ago. But before the, the first time that I launched that course, it was, I believe, $8,000 that I made, which isn't bad, of course. Like, it's not good or bad. It was just $8,000 but I could have stopped. Um, I could have been like, eh, I feel discouraged. I could have just moved on to the next thing. But instead I got people in there, I tested it, I tweaked it, I relaunched it, and then it made 15,000. And then I launched it again and it made 38,000. And again, and again, and again, I just kept repeating the same thing. 
And so a lot of times those bigger numbers and those better results come from just repeating it and getting it out there again and again and again. You really can't create a course that is perfect, air quotations, unless you just get it out there because you need feedback from your students. You can only do so much on your own. You have to get people in there that are actually doing it and using it and taking it and then tweaking it based on their feedback, getting their testimonials, getting their case studies, and then relaunching it and relaunching it again. So lesson number one, just because you don't get insane results the first time you put it out there, it does not mean it is a bad idea. You just got to keep repeating it, testing it and tweaking it. The second lesson that I have learned in the last four years is that how you communicate about your course is everything. You can have the best course out there. Like you can have done all your research, surveyed your audience, talked to your audience, come up with a course that you know for a fact they want and that they need. But if you fail to communicate about it in a way that is clear and creates demand, you're still gonna struggle to make sales. So I'm talking about communicating your course everywhere on places like the course sales page, in any emails that you send out, on social media, if you're posting about it, if you're doing a webinar, if you're doing a live, if you are doing a podcast or a video, wherever, if you are not communicating about it in a way that is clear, that makes sense, that gets your audience to go, oh my gosh, I need that, then the sales are going to feel like an uphill battle. And I definitely used to be horrible about communicating, uh, talking about my courses to my audience. When I would talk about my courses in the beginning, I would overcomplicate everything. The way that I would talk about them would be super wordy. I would over explain them like a ton to the point where people just felt confused. And I would be talking, I would, I would be talking. <laughs> That's a blend of talk and focusing, by the way. Um, I would focus in my communication on talking about the content of my course. And the thing that I've learned is that people don't want content. People don't want your course. People want results. People want whatever benefit, transformation, or result that they're going to get from your course. They don't care about the course content. And so the way that you communicate about your course needs to be focused on speaking to those benefits, speaking to those results. Cause in the beginning I would be like, Hey guys, I've got a course and it's got eight modules and it's got like 20 videos and you're going to get this big workbook and it's so amazing. And you're going to get all these calls and no one cares about that because no one wants content. People just want the benefit or the result or the transformation. And so, Anytime that you are communicating about your course, it needs to be focused on those things, speaking to those things and making sure that the way you're communicating about your course is really clear, that it's easy to understand, that you're speaking to those benefits and results and that you're creating a need for that course. You're positioning it in a way that creates demand. So communication, so important. Everything else can be on point, including the course itself. But if the communication is a big old breakdown, then the sales again are going to be sad trombone. Wah, wah. So if you have a hard time 
thinking about, if you have a hard time speaking about your course, you might want to take just a few minutes to sit down and get really clear on how you're communicating it. What is it about? What is the main result or transformation that's going to get people? I like to create what I call a marketing message cheat sheet where I write down all the things about my course, like what it solves, who it's for. I like to have one big old cheat sheet of how I talk about it. That way, anytime I'm communicating about it, I know exactly what to say. And that's been a huge help. So that is lesson number two. Communication about your course is everything, especially if you stink at communication like I do. Lesson number three is doing a course launch is as stressful as you make it out to be. You've probably heard people in the online space talk about before how stressful or overwhelming launches are, how burnt out they feel afterwards, how it's just a big old like, blah, and I need to go lay on the couch for a week after I'm done. And I used to be one of those people too. I would talk about them in a way that was stressful. I would say how stressful they were and oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed and oh, I just need to lay down afterwards until I realized that the number one biggest reason why doing launches was so stressful and overwhelming was because of all the self-imposed reasons that I was putting on myself. I was putting tons of unnecessary pressure on myself by setting up these really big revenue goals and making them mean all sorts of things. Like if I hit it, then I would be amazing. And if I didn't hit it, I would be a failure. And all of these, you know, everything had to be perfect. And I had to send out this many emails and they all had to be great. And I had to do this presentation. It had to be on point. And I was putting all of this pressure on myself and I was following these really complicated launch plans that people in the online industry were telling me that I needed to do, even though half the things on those launch plans weren't things that really resonated with me. I didn't really want to do them. And so the launches always felt really stressful, really overwhelming and just black. And so about a year and a half ago is when I started to just reframe how I look at launches. I decided, you know what? I am going to decide from here on out that launching is going to be simple, it is going to be stress-free, and it is going to be fun. And guess what? Every single launch that I have done since then has been simple and stress-free because I have started to, because I believe that's how I'm gonna have my launches, I've started lining up my actions to make them simple and stress-free. So I no longer follow these like big complicated maps of what I think I have to do. I have tweaked my own launch strategy to what fits me, what I enjoy, what makes me, what makes it feel light and easy. I've start, I've stopped attaching all of this meaning to the results or the goals that I set for myself. I give myself permission to not have a launch be perfect or to not hit certain goals. I don't make them mean anything. I view it all as a fun game. And that has completely changed how I do promotions. Promotion, launch, interchangeable. So when I say promotion, launch, I I hear people say them both. So promotion, launch, whatever. Uh, So changing how you go into a promotion or a launch, your mindset really is everything. If you go into a launch saying that it's going to be stressful, saying that it's going to be overwhelming, then guess what? It's probably going to be stressful and overwhelming. But if you start 
changing the way that you see them and you start going in like, hey, this is gonna be fun, it's gonna be simple, I am going to connect with my audience and share this thing that I have created that I know is gonna change their lives. It is so exciting, oh my goodness, this is like one big old experiment, it's like a game everything changes. So that's what I've been doing is made a huge difference. And consequently, I have found that the more simple I keep promotions, the more stress-free I keep promotions, the better results I get because I am focusing on fewer activities. I'm doing activities that I actually enjoy and I'm releasing all of this pressure. I mean, think about it this way. Are you attracted to someone that is really stressed out and overwhelmed and their energy is just like frantic? Like if you were attending, let's say a webinar for someone during their launch and their energy was just really stressed out, frantic, and they're like, hey guys, oh my gosh, sorry, I've just been, I haven't gotten any sleep and Ooh, like my card is closing tomorrow. Like, oh, please just like go check out before the, go check out the page. Like, would you be attracted to that sort of frantic, stressed out energy? I doubt you would. I know I wouldn't be. I know I'm not. And so when I would go into these launches with that type of energy, that's the type of people I would be attracting. It's like a big old turnoff. So um, that has been a big lesson that I've learned. And it's definitely something that didn't come easy to me at first. But now I just embrace that I like to keep my launches, my promotions, simple and stress-free, and that just gets me better results. Um, and it, may, it's, it makes for a much more uh, fun way of doing things as well, because it's no fun when you are just putting tons of pressure on yourself. So basically, all of this to say is that the more simple and stress-free you keep the entire process for creating and launching your course, the better. The better you're going to feel, the better results that you're going to get. And then the last lesson, lesson number four when it comes to creating and launching courses is that the more that you talk to and listen to your audience, the better. Um, or if you don't have an audience specifically yet, because I know there's going to be a few of you who are like, but I don't have an audience yet, then that just means talking to whoever the potential customer for your course would be, like your ideal customer, talking to them. And this applies in all the stages, both creating your course and launching your course. So you need to talk with your audience when you're coming up with the idea, because the idea for the course should come directly from them, not from you. So talking to them when you're coming up with your course idea. Um, you need to talk to them uh, while you're actually creating your course to get that feedback. You need to talk to them before you promote your course to educate them about the course topic and to provide them value and to develop that relationship with them. You need to talk to your audience during the promotion. So you need to be reaching out to people. You need to be hopping on either, you know, like, you know, the DMs on Facebook or Instagram or answering emails or going live all the things, the more that you can talk to people during any type of promotion, the more that you can bring in that personal connection, the better. You need to be talking to people after your promotion. So after you do any type of promotion, you know, sending people a survey for those that didn't buy, like just asking them like, hey, it's totally cool that you didn't buy, but, to help me help you, would you let me know why I now do this? Something that I do after all my promotions, talking to people who did buy after your promotions, like why did you buy? Um, and then getting like direct feedback about your course and just getting clear on what it was that got them to hit the purchase button. So talking to your audience as much as possible is gonna make everything easier, more simple. It's gonna take out the guesswork. It's gonna help you get better results. and. I recently created a quote on my Instagram 
that said, you can't hide and grow an audience at the same time. And I firmly believe this also applies to creating and launching courses. You can't hide and create a profitable course at the same time. You need to talk to your people. Um, don't be like me when I first started, because when I first started creating courses, I, as I have shared before, I'm a big old introvert, <laughs> believe it or not, I'm a bit of a hermit and I used to be really freaking shy. And when I first started creating courses, I didn't want to bug people. I didn't want to talk to them. So I would just come up with course ideas that I thought they wanted keyword being thought without actually talking to them. And you can guess how that went over. That's one of the lessons I talk about in episode number 36, which go listen to that after this one. But I wasn't talking to my audience. I was afraid I would annoy them. So I wouldn't send them that extra email or I wouldn't reach out to them or I was too afraid to get into the DM box and actually have conversations with real people because I was afraid to put myself out there. I didn't want to annoy people. That was my biggest reason, but it didn't serve me well. And so the more that I have just talked to people, uh, be it getting on chat or getting in the DMs or sending that extra email or just connecting with people one-on-one, -on -one, uh, the better it's it, the better it just is in, in general. So this applies to all the stages of the course creation and launch process. You've got to just get out there human to human, but the more you talk to people, the easier everything gets. Okay. So let's do a quickie recap of all the four lessons. Uh -uh. Okay. Lesson number one that I have learned in the last four years is just because your course doesn't get huge results the first time you launch it doesn't mean it is a bad idea. You just need to test, tweak, and repeat. The momentum comes from the relaunching. Lesson number two, how you communicate about your course is everything. You can have the best course in the world. It can be something that your audience does actually want, but if you're not communicating about it in a way that is clear and creates demand, you're going to struggle to make sales. The third lesson is doing a course launch is as stressful as you make it out to be. So if you go in with the mindset of it's going to be really stressful and blah, I'm going to be burnt out, then that's likely how it's going to be. So you get to decide what you do for your promotions and you can choose to make it as simple and stress-free as you want it to be. And then lesson four, the more that you talk with your audience and listen to your audience, the better, the better results you're going to get. And this applies to all the stages when it comes to creating your course, when it comes to coming up with the idea for your course, when it comes to leading up to your promotion for the course, during your promotion, after your promotion, all the things, just talking to your audience is going to make things so much easier. You're going to understand people so much better. It's going to take out all the guesswork. It creates the connection. There's so many reasons. <sighs> okay. I'm officially sweating. So with that, on that sweaty note, you know what time it is. It is time for you to take action. It'll only take you about five minutes. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down. If you are currently thinking about creating a course or if you have an online course already, sit down and just write down one thing that you could do 
to help yourself get better results based on what we talked about. So maybe if you thinking, you're thinking after this, okay, maybe I'm not communicating about my course effectively. What is one thing that I can do to make the way I communicate more clear? Um, am I speaking to the results and benefits enough? Can I go in and tweak my sales page? Can I go in and tweak my emails? Can I create a marketing message cheat sheet, which is what I do so that I just have all this copy that I can copy and paste? Or do you need to give yourself permission to just have fun in your next promotion, to just take off the pressure? Do you need to just release yourself from all of those big goals that you're putting this pressure on yourself and then you're causing yourself to be all stressed out? Give yourself permission to just fail hard and have fun and see it all as one big science experiment. So I want you to do that. Just write down one thing, one thing, better yet, plug it in your planner and schedule yourself to do that. You know, I basically like a broken record with scheduling things, but seriously do one thing. It'll take you five minutes. Maybe you already know what you're going to do. And then of course, if you want to do the free training series with me next week, go sign up wonderlast.com. I don't know when I'm doing this again. It's been a year and a half since I've done a free live training series. It could be another year and a half all I know. So it's going to be great. If you want to learn to create and launch a profitable online course in the most simple, stress-free way possible. Go sign up at wonderlast.com. Plus we're going to get to hang out more. If you come, it's going to be fun. Okay. Well, that is it for today's podcast episode. I am really glad that there was no super loud noises in the background. Yay. Thank you universe. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for pressing play. I hope you found this helpful. If you did, let me know, leave me a comment or shoot me a DM or an email or whatever. Just say hi. I love hearing from you. And of course, if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, if you have a question you would like me to answer, or if you want tips on something specific, or you just want to have a conversation about something, let me know. I choose these podcast episodes based on what you want, because these are for you. So I appreciate you. I hope you're having a glorious day. Have a wonderful rest of the week and I will see you in the next episode. Ta Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.